Hey y'all. Hello, hello. It's Toya Nicole. And it's Renee, your girl Renee. And welcome to Beauties and Banter. Yay! It's our first podcast. And if you are tuning in, you are like, what is going on here? What is going to be happening? Who is Toya Nicole? Who is Renee? So, we're going to kick off the first podcast just telling you a little bit about us um, before we get into our podcast topic. And who are you, Renee? Who is Renee? Renee is also known as A Beauty Scarlet. She is an author. Look at me talking in the third person. She, I hate when people do that. So, I am an author. Uh, of the book, Hashtag I'm Beauty Inspired. It's a keepsake journal of original beauty quotes and affirmations for young girls and women to really embrace their inner beauty and apply more self-love. I am the queen ambassador of self-love. I practice it, I preach it, and I share it daily. Yes. So that is who I am. I am also the other half of Beauties and Banter. Toya and I have been working together on and off on a couple of different things, which you'll find out momentarily. But that's all about who Renee is, and I do have an outside life that's been in the beauty industry for quite some time, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about who what, who I am and what Beauties and Banter is all about. So on that note, Toya, take it away. So I am Toya Nicole at Toya Nicole Media all over social media. So I am an author as well. That's kind of how Renee and I connected both through our love of writing, as we were both bloggers. Um, so I have a travel blog, I have a lifestyle blog, and I'm also a social media consultant. So that's who I am. Um, anybody that knows me know that I love Jesus, trap music, Beyonce, wine, and travel. Not necessarily in that order, but yes, <laughs> hashtag Team Jesus, so he is always first. So Jesus girl. <laughs> so that is who I am. I am all of those things, a somewhat complicated individual at times, um, but that's who I am. So you probably want to know how this podcast came to be. How did this podcast come to be? I'm so glad y'all asked that question, and <laughs> I'm going to hear to, I'm here to tell you a little bit about it. It's so funny because Toya and I have worked together before with a company called Boardroom Beauties where we had uh, workshops that we would put on to inspire and empower women to be them be their best selves. And it was going good, but that wasn't really the direction that we wanted to continue in. So we decided to part ways and we still remain friends. And so we took some time off to focus on our brands. And after we focused on our brands for a little bit, the next step that we started talking about different things we wanted to do and a lot of things we wanted to do started to match up again. And we always knew that we would probably work together again. We just didn't know in what capacity. And so Toya came to me with this idea of wanting to do a podcast. She was like, guess what? I was like, what? She was like, I want to <laughs> ask you a question. I'm like, oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> so I was like, girl, what's up? So she was like, do you want to do a podcast? I was like, I didn't even have to think twice. I was like, yeah. yeah. I didn't ask her what was it about. <laughs> I didn't ask her when, where, what time. I was just like, yeah, let's do it. Because I know Toya, and I know she knows me, and we work well together, so why not? Let's do it. Yeah, and truth be told, um, the podcast came about because, as Renee said, we both took some time 
away from boardroom beauties in 2014 to focus on our brands. And in that time, I left my corporate America job. I wrote a book. Renee wrote a book. I was blogging. I had a YouTube channel going on for a while. But the fact of the matter is, ladies and gents, hey, boys. Hey. I have not blogged in over a year. And, you know, I work. I work, as I said, for a consulting company. I do a lot of things with my life. And writing had just really taken a back seat. But I still very much had thoughts on things and opinions. And so I was like, you know, a podcast is the next step. I love to listen to podcasts all the time. They're easy to do. We don't sit around as much anymore and sit down and read. And so not having as much time to devote to blogging on the regular, I had thought about a podcast. And like Renee said, we worked together. We kind of became instant friends when we met through the blogging community. And I knew we both shared some of the same passions and um, she too had kind of taken a break from blogging. So just wanted to go into this podcasting adventure with a partner and someone that I knew and someone that I can have fun with. And so that's really what this is all about. If anyone knows us, we both have our own professional lives as you have heard us talk about, but we want this to be fun. Like we both felt like we needed like a fun outlet where we can still share and inspire and inform, but just in a super laid back kind of space, you know? So that's what this is about. And and you're probably like, well, why Beauties and Banter? So Beauties is definitely a spin on our former brand, Beauties. But the banter piece is <laughs> Renee and I will sit on the phone <laughs> and have these conversations uh-huh. I remember, I think it was when Oprah was part of like the Sirius Network uh, years ago. I feel like there was a station that was, or she talked about like just her and Gail's phone conversations or something. Mm -hmm. Because like that has so much content. And Renee and I will have these like two, three hour phone conversations. Just talking about stuff. And And it's usually relevant topics. And to be honest, we usually don't always agree. And so you'll hear our tagline, relevant, witty, opinionated. I'm a stone cold, corny person (laughs) and hilarious. (laughs) So the witty is there. And the opinionated comes from, she and I do not always agree. And so we will have this banter, but we have never walked away upset with each other. Nope. Are like, I can't believe you believe that. Right. It's just, we have different opinions. Not wood. Right. <laughs> Let's hope we don't start fighting with this podcast. <laughs> so that's what this is about. Like a lot of the topics that we'll cover, we're going to have different opinions and you get to kind of hear our banter. And I'm sure it's like talking to your girlfriend on the phone too. So we hope that it's relevant to you guys both from what's going on currently, um, but also relevant to like, okay, this is, yeah, like when me and my girlfriends chat about stuff. Yeah. Right? And truth be told, like Toya said, this is basically an extension of our phone conversations. I mean, we have some, sometimes some pretty deep conversations, Mm -hmm. some pretty silly conversations, but they're all about what's going on in the world, what's going on in our lives, 
they're all about lifestyle. So they encompass so many things. 75% of it is about men. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but we talk about other stuff when we mix that in, though. So, right. And that's why we end up on the phone, like, two and three hours. And we're always like, girl, bye. Okay, I ain't got time to talk. Like, I got to go do such and such. And then we're on the phone for another hour. <laughs> so basically, this is what that is. And we are, like she said, we're both witty, relevant, and opinionated. I have some good one-liners. When I'm on, yes. I'm on. <laughs> and you'll be like, dang, Renee kind of funny. And then there are times, and that's usually because I ha- I may or may not have had some alcohol. Like, maybe <clears throat> now, maybe not. I don't know. We may or may not have champagne currently <laughs> as we toast to our first podcast. So bear with us. <laughs> so cheers to you. Yes. <laughs> And you guys um, also, when we say relevant, it's not just, it's relevant of what's going on in the world and around us and in our lives, but it's also opinionated, not just about our opinions, but what do you say as well too? So sometimes we're going to put it out there to you to say, hey, this is the topic that's coming up. Why don't you sound off and we'll read some of your emails that you have to say, or we'll read some of your posts from IG of what you had to say, and we'll give you a shout out and be like, so-and-so said such and such and we Toya and I can either agree or disagree and banter with that so yeah that's what it's all about and that's who how this has become this is how it's got started and this is what it's going to be about so it's up to you to tune in it's up to you to be a part of this to spread the word and to be a part of our beauties and banter community and let's get this party started yeah so as we said We're going to come every week talking about business, life, and love. And um, it's all about the banter. So today we're not sipping tea. We're sipping champagne. (laughs) But maybe. maybe. (laughs) Next week we'll have some tea. But the banter is brewing. So let's get into it. And for our first topic, we are talking about one of my favorite subjects. But you'll get to hear how I feel about it, social media. So today's episode is titled, Do It For The Gram. Do it for the gram. Do it for the gram. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. Do it for the gram. Do it for the gram. Sidebar. <laughs> so we're talking about social media. And I work in the industry. I've been working in the social media industry for going on four years in some shape or form. Whether it was through blogging, do social media management, as a consultant now, I'm all up and through social media. But I have a love-hate relationship with social media um, from a lot of different standpoints. And that's what we're going to like talk about today. <clears throat> I'll kick it off with some stats. And what we really want to talk about is the false realities that social media um, can create and fake book <laughs> instead of Facebook is a real thing. Um, so Insta life. Yeah. Insta life, Pinterest life. So I'm a fact finder by nature. So I always like to f- pull up some stats. So I found this study interesting. Um, a UK study found that, uh, 1500 Facebook and Twitter users surveyed, 62% reported feeling inadequate and 60% reported feelings of jealousy from comparing themselves 
to users online. So 62% of people are logging on to social media and feeling inadequate or feeling jealous and walking away with self-doubt. And I admittedly have been one of those people at times. Raise his hand over here. Yeah. So, you know, how often do you maybe having a great day and you're content about where things are in your life and you log on to social media and all it takes is one hashtag relationship goals picture or hashtag, you know, boss chick picture for you to feel like, okay, I'm nowhere close to where I need to be or my man isn't proposing on top of a volcano in <laughs> Bali, <laughs> you know? Um, so you can, you know, start to feel like you're not enough, you know? And um, I think it's so interesting because everything is hashtag goals, hashtag relationship goals, hashtag gender reveal goals, hashtag right. business goals. Like, and I can remember the day when it used to be that your circle of influence was your family, your friends, coworkers, and maybe church members. Mm-hmm. And so you went from maybe comparing yourself up against like your college girlfriend and where she is in life versus where you are to now I'm comparing myself to some random blogger in Baltimore that I'm following <laughs> on Instagram. Like, and I don't even know her real life. I know her Instagram life. Yeah, because being famous on Instagram is like being rich in Monopoly. Mm. I mean, think about that. And by the way, you could be using our hashtag if you find something that you like to hear. You could tweet us at beauty, hashtag Beauty's Banter. And also, if you post something on Instagram as well, Beauty's Banter is the same as Facebook. Um, so yeah, being famous on Instagram is like being rich in Monopoly. It's fake. I mean, and it's not all fake. Uh, because yes, there are some things. Those are the highlights. Those are the sizzle reels. But mm-hmm. then there are things that go on in people's lives that we are just not aware of. I found a couple of stories um, that were interesting to me. And one of the things that I found out, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys remember this, but in 2015, I think it was, or 2013, it was this model um, over the past several, it's from BuzzFeed. Over the past several years, um, O'Neill has built a social media empire she explained that when she was in high school, she started posting on blog, uh, a blog on a blog, YouTube, and social media, and soon she became consumed by it. And mm-hmm. how many of us have totally become consumed and spent hours upon hours on social media just looking at things? I mean, I still look at a lot of stuff before I go to bed. So she soon became an online sensation, and she said at one point she had more than half a million followers. On Instagram, I know, and more than 250,000 YouTube subscribers alone. And what she found is that as she became bigger um, as an online celebrity, she began to get more and more sponsorship opportunities. Eventually, she was able to support herself um, through her sponsorships and getting offers and a model contract in L.A. And after that, all of her, she was still unhappy after it was all said and done. I mean, all this fame, all Mm -hmm. this insta this, insta that, insta life, insta goals, and she was still unhappy. And what she realized is that she decided that she had enough at some point. So she had stopped being who she was and actioning her values, and she wasn't living her authentic life, Um, which is very interesting. She said she became addicted to what others thought of her simply because she was so readily available 
Um, and she was severely addicted. And she believed how many likes and followers had correlated to how many people actually liked her. And that's people the, don't even know you, girl. And that's the that's the thing that I see too is that like people are equating the number of followers that they've gained and the number of likes they get into a validation of who they are as a person. Mm-hmm. And that is the dangerous thing to me, you know, and you know, on one side of that, like you said, she started gaining sponsorships and she was able to support her life. There are people who support their life on social media. I have been one of those people at one point in my career where I was doing sponsored posts and I was doing things. And it was like, this is a lucrative income, which is what led me to quit, you know, my mm-hmm. sales job and try to do this full time. But I soon realized that, like, depending 100% on social media for my income would also be damaging to my self-worth because that is a lot to keep up with and you have to balance it um and I think unfortunately that's what happens someone like that ends up just like throw the whole social media away (laughs) (laughs) just throw the whole thing away yeah because their whole life is that and I think that's about anything too much of any one thing is bad for you in Mm -hmm. a sense you know like you can just become too obsessed with something um but, and it takes up a lot of time, too. So, you know, my other thing with Facebook is, you know, folks spend more time curating a picture-perfect Instagram feed and post um, that does nothing but sometimes further inflate their ego to the point to they are no longer living in their reality. Like... You can post all you want about something on Instagram and Pinterest, but if it's not your real reality, like, eventually people are going to find out, you know? And how many stories have we heard of people that get so invested in somebody's relationship that they're always posting on social media or business Mm -hmm. that they're posting only to connect with them in person and realize that it's fake? Man... You don't know how many people that I've met that are doing different things uh, that on social media, it looks like they could be possibly like have it going on. I won't say like they're millionaires or nothing like that. They're very far from it. Mm -hmm. And I've looked at their social media life and been like, oh my God, they got it going on. They're this, that, that. I want to team up with this person and like maybe ask them to be my mentor only to find out later is that they're struggling just like I am. Yeah. And if you're struggling like me, how can you mentor me? You can't mm-hmm. because you can't even get to where you need to be with yourself. So, and, and that's a lot of what I, I talk about personally is it's all about self-love. And when you were saying self-worth, yeah, you start to lose that mm-hmm. and you don't understand who you are and you have to find that balance yeah. uh, in social media because there's nothing that's perfect. Social media is just really a snap, snapshot of highlights of your real life. And other people's lives as well, too. And that's what we tend to forget. And we can be whoever we want to be on social media. Nobody knows what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, there are things that have happened in my life that I haven't... My Only my closest friends know some of the things that have happened to me. Yeah. But if you look at my social media life, you're like, Renee got... You know, she's having fun. She's living her life. She's doing this. But I will be quick to tell you, no, that's not what it is if you were to ask me. Yeah, but and, and I get it. it. That's why I think it's so important that we understand that social media is a highlight reel. And it's not that you're asking people to post the negative things. Of course, no one is going to post 
them in the middle of a fight with their significant other. <laughs> well, or, some people will. Y'all ain't getting in my business like that. <laughs> right. But I also don't post the good stuff. Right. I don't, I don't even post my dating life on social media. Yeah, me either. I tell... <laughs> Because I have male friends, and it's so funny because I've posted photos. I think I was recently at a friend's wedding, and I posted a photo of one of my platonic male friends. And my aunties and coworkers were all up in my DMs like, ooh, is this the one and this, this, this? And I'm like, listen, <laughs> any male that Get is posting. my business. No, any male posted on my social media, you need to know he is just a friend. Right. Because the minute... I post Bay on there. That is because I either got the ring or I know I'm steps away from the altar, as my friend usually says. <laughs> I like that. You know, so I will post Bay or date night, but you will never see a photo. So I've been posting Bay and date night since last year. So y'all can probably think I'm with the same dude. <laughs> you know, because it's just like. You have to be protective of those things, yes. you know, because you just never know. And I respect people who are in very happy, committed relationships who just choose not to post that or whatever because um, you don't want people to get caught up, you know. And, and that's one thing is that I used to be that person who would see the images or hear the story and be like, oh, my God, I want this. And now all of a sudden the guy I'm dating is like, you know what, you ain't even good enough. Because I just looked at this thing on Instagram and she, her man brings her flowers every week and this, this, this. Why are you not bringing me flowers right. every Why week? Why you ain't bringing me this? Um, but, you know, I've learned that if I don't know the real life story, to your point about, you know, encountering people offline after you've been exposed to their online presence and realizing that, oh, it's not all that it's she's cracking it up to be or mm -hmm. he's showcasing it to be. Um, if I don't know the real story, I don't say hashtag goals just based off a picture. Um, you don't know what people are going through. And I found it was so interesting. It's a little bit of an old article, but on XO Nicole, there was an article about a young lady who wrote in because a maternity photo of her went viral and it was her and her husband at the time. And it was a maternity shoot. Somehow, you know, people get a hold of these photos and it went viral and everybody is like goals and oh my God, I wish this was me. And at the point when that photo went viral, her and the guy had divorced. And, and you boy, you talking about hashtag, you over here sitting on the other side, not you, Toya, but right. you. I've been that person on the, on the other side. Well, we all have at some point, I'm sure. But what I'm saying is, well, I guess I'll say we, we will put hashtag goals. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that this woman is saying goals like, you're right. I remember, I mean, I tell people all the time, I've gone through a divorce. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I talk about this very freely. I don't have anything to hide about this. And I remember when I was going through my divorce, my neighbors, and this was before Instagram was even going on. I'm dating myself here. Just ignore that part that I just said, or maybe we'll cut it and edit it out. <laughs> um, but before then... Instagram wasn't popular and I was talking to my neighbors and I was telling them we were going through a divorce. My neighbors were like, Oh my God, like, how is that possible? You guys are the perfect couple. Yeah. So just like that Instagram picture of her and her husband, then she wrote in and saying she was going through a divorce. People see what they want to see. Right. 
and they have this they when when they see what they want to see and hear what they want to see, they have this ideal idea of what's ideal to them. Yeah. And what things should be like and what it should um look like, not thinking of what's reality. Yeah. And I think that's the main my main thing with social media cuz like I said it's a love-hate relationship. From a business standpoint, I 100% feel you need social media Mm -hmm. to promote yourself. From a personal standpoint, I think it's a great way to showcase to your family and friends, you know, your life and what you're doing and travel and moments with your girlfriends and moments with your significant other. From a brand perspective, it's how we both put the news out there about this very podcast. I mean, we've set up social media accounts for it. But I think it's when you, you know, get into this false reality and when you start believing your social media life and not your (laughs) real one is where, you know, that's where the problem lies. Because I feel many people lose a grip on reality because of the number of followers they're able to convince that their love story, their career, their looks, their et cetera, is something real, you know, and we didn't even touch on the photoshopping of you know, photos and things like that and the filtering. Oh my gosh, the number of filters, you know. Hmm. Um, And it's just like, you know, I even had myself had to be like, you know what, I ain't putting a filter on it. I'm posting this even though my stomach is poking out or whatever because it's like, this is who I really am. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't want somebody to encounter me in person and be like, she looked totally different than her Instagram. (laughs) And I know things like this have been going on for years. I know you're from the beauty industry, so this kind of whole idea has been going on for years in magazines, but you know, everything about social media is so instant now. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Definitely coming from the beauty industry. You'll see that because even when before Instagram and, and Facebook and any of that got popular, you, you had your print ads and it was all about airbrushing and changing things. And a lot of this, and that still happens because we still have print. Um, and a lot of stars get upset now. Remember mm-hmm. when Beyonce was upset about them lightening her skin? Solange was upset recently about her hair. Yep. Um, all of that is photoshopping. And whether we know it or not, a lot of ads are false advertisement because they photoshop. Especially with the mascara, uh, the mascara ads. They put on fake lashes mm. and mascara on top of those lashes to make them look bigger and better. And we believe, I'm going to get these beautiful, long, luscious lashes. And we walk down to the Ulta, down to the Sephora, with our little coupons and beauty rewards, trying to have some long eyelashes. (laughs) Or we sitting in the, uh, what is it called? We're sitting at the esthetician trying to get some lashes, or the lash girl at the corner trying to get some lashes put on. I remember one time I got lashes put on, my eyes were burning so bad because I wanted fake lashes, but that's not who I am. Mm Mm-hmm. So what do we do with all this? Like, how do you feel about taking a break from social media and managing your time on social media? Because I know, like, (laughs) it has become like a nightly routine for me. I have a couple of accounts that I like to follow. And there are like a bunch of funny comedians on Instagram. So I just try to limit my exposure. Um, I have had periods where I have detoxed from social media totally. I remember I fasted one time for 30 days and I deactivated all my accounts. Um, but that don't mean I don't send stuff on a slide through a text. Now, see? <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, there's an addictive 
you know, part of it. I think it's it's addictive. And then there's also a part of FOMO. And for y'all mm-hmm. that don't know what that means, it's fear of missing out. You know, it's like so much is going on and sometimes it is happening on social media that if you're not on there, you feel like you're missing out. And for me, so much of my core is part of social media that even when I do take breaks or detox, it's like, okay, I I just got to do something. Um, But I think the key is limiting your exposure to to it, you know? And Mm -hmm. so whether that's you say, you know what? I'm going to carve out 30 minutes a day and I'm going to go on social media. I think the second part of that is curating a feed or in a sense, making sure you're following people um, that aren't going to lead you to struggling with these feelings of self-doubt or not enough or just a time suck, you know? Mm-hmm. I think there is a time for just, like, watching stupid stuff just because your <laughs> brain needs a break, and that is definitely something I believe in. But I think getting too caught up in it, like, we haven't even talked about, like, the people that get caught up in fighting with people in the comment sections right. and all those kind of things like that. Um But I have unfollowed some things or, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll never forget a friend of mine was like, oh, you should follow this account. I love her. And it was some like beautiful woman that was pregnant and all her photos were of her like seemingly perfect life with her husband and she was one of those like pregnancy fit ladies. So she was like super fit and this is, and I was like, why would I follow her? Like, this is screaming a visit to my therapist. Like if I follow her, cause it's like, I don't have these things and you know, pregnancy is something, you know, that I want one day. So if I'm following this girl and everything is about her being pregnant and being so perfect, like, I don't know if that will bode well right. for I my feel, own happiness. I feel so in- inadequate. Yeah, when is my baby coming? You know, Lord knows I have baby fever these days. Jesus, we need to talk. Right. <laughs> so I was like, I'm actually not going to follow her. So that's another thing. You know, sometimes you have to choose who you're following. Um, I heard this girl who had this really cool idea that she created a separate social media account, like a separate Instagram just to follow like a few like inspirational motivating accounts you know she was like she couldn't pull away totally from hers and didn't want to deactivate it and all of that but she was like she knew in those moments where she didn't want to be going into social media and coming out feeling that depression or self-doubt um, she created this like separate account. I was like, that's really a good idea because there's a lot of information you can get from social media. It's how I keep up with pop culture, following mm-hmm. certain, you know, Instagram accounts. It's how I keep up with events and things going on in my area. So it's difficult because I find it hard to escape and pull away from it totally. Um, so I'm coming up with ways of how I can manage it, you know, so that it's one, not leaving me with these like feelings but then two not a distraction either I have goals and I have things I'm trying to do and you can look up and you have spent three hours on Facebook it's you know what it's so interesting um one thing that you said about following people also unfollowing people yeah there is um someone that we both know uh who used to live in Chicago now she lives in LA and she started her own business um removed her business and it has really blossomed, and to see it grow has been phenomenal. 
in LA and I remember her posting uh, recently or actually a couple of months ago she posted on her business account she said um, just to or her person it might have been her personal account so she has a personal Instagram mm-hmm. and she has a business Instagram, Instagram and she said that she was going to unfollow anyone who wasn't of this uh People who she wanted to aspire to be or Mm -hmm. people who were in the same industry as she was on her business account because it just didn't make sense for her. And I thought, that's a smart move. Yeah. Like, that's very smart of you to do. And it's your social media. Right. You know, that's... And I have... Listen, I... And that's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) But I have been unfollowed before by people, (laughs) you know, like I said, a whole nother podcast. But, um... But at the end of the day, that was their decision to make. Mm-hmm. It's your social media. So if you decide for whatever reasons, although they were petty, <laughs> um, that you don't want to follow me Holding anymore. Holding the grudge, maybe. Yeah. Mad <laughs> about the wrong thing, possibly. Anyways. Hey, if you're listening. Um, but it was their choice to make, you know? And it has been my choice to make to <laughs> block and <laughs> unfollow people as well. Yeah, that's I don't, another conversation. Renee and I feel differently about blocking people. Man, that's going to be a good one when we finally get to that. I have a block spirit all over my life, <laughs> and she does not. <laughs> because of this very thing, I feel like you should not put anything in your atmosphere that is going to pull up certain emotions for you. So No, I understand that, but we're not going to talk about that yes. right now. I mean, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> But uh, we'll talk about that on another one. Yeah. Um, So, you know, those are my ideas. Like, you know, I do believe in taking breaks from Facebook. Uh, I I personally have taken the Facebook app off of my phone. Um, So when I do have to go on Facebook, I have to log in through my browser, which is a little more difficult. So therefore, I'm not sitting on it all the time. However... Although I dropped Facebook, I feel like I'm always on Instagram now, you know? And that's right. the other thing. It's so many. I stopped doing Snapchat. Yeah, I stopped that. But Instagram is my thing now. I rarely go on Twitter. I don't do Periscope anymore. Right. Um, Twitter is where I like to go for, like, news. Um, so, you know. black Twitter be lit. Ooh, they be going in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so it's just, it's so many accounts now. It's so much, but I think you have to do what is best for you. I definitely think, you know, as you are working towards your goals and your personal development, you have to think about is social media both doing something to my mental state Mm -hmm. and is it being a time suck to where I need to set an alarm and say, okay, 30 minutes on social media, that's it. And another point to that point is, is it adding value to your life? Yeah. So if you come up with the ultimate answer of no, then maybe you need to control all delete that mm-hmm. or find hashtag new goals because something is wrong. If it's not adding value to your life and that's a whole nother topic as well too, then you need to move on from it because yeah. it's just holding you back. And Although you may think something as small as social media can't hold you back, because sometimes we have that mentality, it actually can. Um, And I read this great article from, Toya gave some great points, but also from USA Today, 
And they said that, you know, some suggestions of what they suggested was to go cold turkey or limit your access. Mm -hmm. um, similar to what Toya said, post a message to your friends and followers that you're taking a break. Oh, I hate those, though. <laughs> but that's I, what you hate. <laughs> I mean, come on. Just go away. Just go away. I don't need your announcement. But people might be looking for you, or they might get worried because you always Text on social me. media. That's another thing. But you don't always know everybody that's on there. Like something, then, I made a friend from, from, from Twitter um, through another friend, though. And she and I are good friends. And we text each other, but... What See? if we didn't text each other and have each then other's Then she's not a real friend. But we could, we talked occasionally through... I mean, maybe she's a social friend. And I have... One of my good girlfriends now started out as a social friend. But that is... This is part of the conversation. Because this is the other thing I feel. Is that people have turned social friendships into like real friendships. At the end of the day, if I disappear off social media, my real friends will reach out to me or if or if social media is like how you're keeping up with me i'm like are we even really friends because okay. let me let me let me just interrupt for a second because uh -huh. here's one i have cousins that i love dearly and that are a part of my Same. family but i have no connection to them whatsoever besides social media right i don't call them i don't talk to them and say they don't call and talk to me we find out about each other's lives through social media or True. either my mama is telling a mama. Mm -hmm. That's the only way that we find out about, about each other. And yeah. My mama sharing my business. She better not be, Gail, you better not be sharing no business <laughs> of mine. Um, <laughs> so that's how they would find out. So my example, I guess, is saying, what if it is that family member that's used to you? And they're like, well, what happened? Where She hasn't, we haven't seen her. Is she okay? Then they call my mama mm -hmm. and, and they're like, hey, Gail, we haven't heard from Renee. What's going on? And is and so I would say that's what they need to do. Okay, but what if she get worried because she hadn't talked to me that day? Then it's like, if I would have just posted that message. Drama. They ain't got to, exactly, <laughs> drama. They ain't got to be all in my business. I don't need them, call, don't call my mama. That I normally call for nothing else. That happened in my family. One of my family members posted something about uh, <laughs> her husband having surgery. And my brother called me, not because he saw it on Facebook, but because his auntie, his wife's aunt, saw it. And she didn't even see it. One of her kids saw it, <laughs> told her, and was like, isn't this her his sister and they calling me uh -uh. and i'm like what yeah he had surgery but what you talking about well it was on facebook i was like and i told her i was like well because you put it on facebook right so it's just like people i i do not like the announcements that i'm leaving i don't okay well you ain't gotta put your announcements for <laughs> everybody else if you want to put announcements feel free to do so it's like the whole I'm about to cut some people off at the new year. You still my friend. <laughs> no, like, that, I hate that. I do hate that. I got I gotta agree with you there. I do hate that. Oh, you you know, yeah. But going cold turkey, making an announcement, you're right. Here's my favorite one though. Mm hmm You ready for this one? Oh Lord. Surround yourself with um offline people. Yes. That is like my favorite. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, yes. That's so true. Like we are so in this social world that we don't even surround ourselves anymore with the outside world. Mm -hmm. Because all we want to do is talk crap. I was going to say something else. 
we're gonna talk crap in we the social keep world. It PC. Yeah, Toya wants to keep it PC. Me, on the other hand, I might want to slip a time or two, <laughs> but I'm trying my best not to. Um, and I don't usually say curse words too much anyway, so I don't even know. That might be the alcohol talking. Blame it on the <laughs> a- 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 alcohol. <laughs> Anyhow, um, we need to surround ourselves with offline people because we're so involved in social media and yeah. just even when we are around people offline, what are we doing? We're on social media. We're on our phones. We're using technology. I have tried to make a conscious effort lately. I'm not saying that I've always been doing this. But to take my phone, especially if I'm on a date, um, and put my phone away. And not to pull it out. Unless I'm going... Now, if I go to the bathroom, that's a different story. I pull it out on the way to the bathroom. Or if he goes to the bathroom, then I'm pulling out my phone. But while I'm on the date, or if I'm with friends now... I try my best not to look at my phone because I want to give my attention to them. What the hell was I doing? See, one a little small one just slipped out. But what the hell I, what is in the I Bible? Doing? Right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Jesus knows my heart. Um, what were we all doing before? Well, some of you never knew a world without social media. But shout out to the millennials. Right. Some of us do. Me. Um, and. Before there was social media, we were writing letters to each other, picking up the phone, calling each other. (laughs) We were calling each other and having phone conversations. We were going to lunch. We were going to dinner. All of those things. Now, even with dating, this online dating has taken a whole new life. Guys want to be having, they want to have pen pals. Who the hell wants to be a pen pal? Ain't nobody got time for that. Right, because I'm reclaiming my time in 2018, as Sister Maxine would say. (laughs) So, two things that you said. I agree. I was spending some time with a friend last weekend. Friend. And I I put my phone on airplane mode, you Mm -hmm. know, because I was like, you know what? I am spending time with this person, and it is. It's about you want to give that person your undivided attention, you know, and that is so important both in dating and in friendships, Absolutely. you know, even at work. I mean, how often am I on a conference call, but I got my phone out? You know, I've tried to, like, keep my phone on Do Not Disturb, but, you know, and I was, like, very proud of myself for, like, I was like, let me just put it on airplane mode, you know? Um, because I'm, I'm busy and, and you're right. Like we have to be more conscious of not always feeling connected. Another thing, and this was like a conviction for me because I've heard it twice this week. Both my pastor said it and I was listening to, um, a podcast cause I have my favorite podcast that I listen to as well, where this business, uh, owner was talking about how. She doesn't keep her phone at night in her room. And my pastor is saying, like, he's starting to do that, too. Mm -hmm. Because, like you said, and I was even saying earlier, at night is sometimes the time that you get on there and you can end up planning to go to bed, but not because you're on social media. Or who knows what you may see on social media may disturb your sleep. And then, Mm -hmm. two, they both talked about getting up in the morning, and the first thing they're doing is reaching for their phone and going on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so now, keeping the phone in another room, and I was like, you know, I'm really going to try that because one of my 2018 goals is to make journaling and prayer a daily practice. I do it 
already, but it's not daily. And I want to make it the first thing I do in the morning Mm -hmm. when I wake up. I mean, I always wake up and quietly in my head, thank you, Jesus, you know, I'm up. But I want to not roll over and reach for the phone and check my DMs and look at the shade room or everything. It's just in your DMs, do you? It is not like that. Mm -hmm. It is not popping like that on my Instagram, (laughs) I promise you. Um, Or I want to roll over and grab my Bible, grab my devotional, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And so keeping your phone in another room. And I was like, I like that. I'm going to put that as something that I want to try this year, you know? Now, I don't know if I would move my phone out the room. I mean, I, I get that. Yeah. But I don't want to have an emergency call in the middle of the night or something happen where That's I'm not, the, I can't yeah. hear my phone, um, even though I do put it on vibrate. But sometimes I do hear the vibration if it's in the middle of the night. Uh, but what I do do is I make a conscious effort because, like you, I want to um, say thank you, God, in the morning. So I do that quietly in my head, and I pray, and I thank him in the morning for a new day and this is the day the Lord has made uh, I will rejoice yes, and be glad exactly in it. and I, I say that every morning so that's the first thing I do then I thank him for everything and then I do reach for my phone next but when I'm reaching for my phone I'm going because I have affirmations and then I have my bible verses that I'm reading yeah because they're all on my phone so and I make it a point to read that first because God is has to come first in, in my life yeah. Um, I don't know about everybody else that's out there in the world, but yeah. God is first in my life. So I make it a practice for me to say, even if my mother texts me, I won't answer her until I answer to God first. Yeah. Yeah. And Priorities. once I do that, right. Once I do that, then I can look at Instagram, look yeah. at Facebook, put write my post, put my post up for the day. And that's the whole thing going back to, like you said, dating and spending time in, you know, with someone as you are cultivating a new relationship or already in a relationship, it's about priorities. And so, like you said, it's God, then it's your significant other. And, you know, then it's work and family and friends. Mm-hmm. And so, if I'm getting up in the first thing morning, you know, I want to pray to God. The second thing I want to do is, you know, make sure I've connected with my significant other, you know, before I check the text messages and Instagram. And so, um, and you know, I have friends who I respect that about them. They don't text me back immediately and I don't even expect them to now mm-hmm. because I know their priorities are such and they've let that be known. And, and I see that to where... I'll get to you when I get to you, you know? And I think that's the other thing. The phone, social media, we expect instant now. I mean, there are people who, if you don't reply back to them in five minutes, or, you know, I was looking at something the other day, somebody sent me an invitation or something, and it was like, for that evening. And I was like, well, what if I hadn't checked my email, you know? Mm -hmm. But that's the thing, we we do that now. It's so instant. Or people send me... I'm guilty. At work, we communicate through, like, Skype and Slack. And it's like, in that moment, can you be on a call in 15 minutes? Like, God forbid I decided to, you know, close my apps down so I could focus in on a project or stepped away Mm -hmm. to get some coffee or stepped away just for a little mental break. You needed me, like, right then and there. So we have to also start giving people grace and not put a demand on people to respond so quickly. And I think that comes in. The Lord is working on me with that. I got to Yeah, I think it comes with respecting people that have put up that boundary. And I'm starting to place that same boundary in my life. And I think my thing was, is 
I always usually, because my phone is always, for the most part, right by me. Yeah. So I'm always, I usually respond really quickly with text um, in the evening, unless I'm driving, because for work I drive during the day. Um, and I'm in and out of my car, so I don't always have time to respond back, because I might be talking with a client. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when I text my friends and I don't get a response back, they none of them ever know this. I don't even think Toya knows this. Uh, when I text you guys and I'm like, okay, this chick ain't even responded. <laughs> like, for real? What's she doing? Mm-hmm. I asked her a question life. five minutes ago. <laughs> like, hello? I respond to you immediately. Why you ain't responding right. to me? But what I have come to learn is you have to respect time. Yeah. Because time is something that you can never get back. So mm-hmm. if they are doing something in their time... And they have something going on in their life. I have to accept that. And be good with that. And not be like, okay, let me look at my phone. Well, all right. She ain't respond back. Then that's okay. I, mm, I'm mad. Mm. And I got attitude. And she don't now even know it. And it's so petty. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. I am pe- uh, petty LaBelle at that point. Because mm. I'm real. I got a real tude. And my friends don't even know that I have a tude with them. There are times where I'm like, okay, Toya, I really did send you this text. I think the other night I, oh I, I, I started feeling that way one the other night I had sent you a text about the when we were talking about the Google Drive yeah and it took you a while to respond back I'm like well what the hell she doing and you, were, you, were actually, you was working out <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like I'm all up in her business like she ain't got no business <laughs> and she, I know she does and Renee why aren't you respecting her time respecting her time yeah and then I kind of pull back and I'm like okay okay she gonna respond back when she gets a chance whatever see and all of this comes from this instant gratification, gratification. that yeah. is starts with social media Absolutely. and I had a similar experience where um a family member was visiting me and I was like, I have to, you mentioned working out. That's what I was doing. I've been very committed to my workouts and I had went to work out. They were staying with me. And so I was like, well, while I'm working out, I'm going to drop you off at this coffee shop. Drop them off at the coffee shop. Neither one of us knew, but the coffee shop closed early. So I think my workout class was from like 730 to 830. The coffee shop closed at 8. Well, I'm working out. I'm in this class. I didn't bring my phone in there with me. I left my phone in the locker room, and I'm in there, like, getting my tone on. I come out at 8.30, and I've got missed calls and text messages. And, you know, they're saying, the coffee shop is closing. What do I do? This is this. And they figured it out. They went to another store next door, and I was like, I'm on my way. And I was very calm, but I could tell they weren't. And And I asked, I was like, what did you expect? Did you expect me to leave my workout class, come and get you or respond to you? You know, and that's that kind of thing of that. Had I probably had my phone with me, I would have stepped out. What's wrong? Okay, well, move over here. This is this. But it's like they figured it out. They figured it out. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I had to respect my own time. So it comes with boundaries, too. And it's the same with social media. We have to put up boundaries for ourselves and for the other people in our lives that say, hey, I am not going to be responding instantly. I'm not going to be always available instantly. And I think when you come to like understand and respect that, it gets a little easier. You start giving grace to other people and they don't respond back. Yes. 
And that's one of the things that, you know, we just have to come to understand about social media is that we sometimes we do have to step away. I mean, yeah. if we just want to sum this all up is that so, social media is all about the sizzle reel, the happy times. It's all about what people want you to see or how they want to portray themselves. You don't understand or see what's behind the scenes. So don't take it where you're not living your authentic life because yeah. of somebody else's uh, monopoly life. Yeah, I agree. You know, ultimately, it's about living in your truth, being authentic, and living in your reality. And, you know, I'm big on... You can have fun with social media. You can Absolutely. use social media for business, but don't let it trip you up. Don't let it make you think you're something more than you're not, but also don't mm-hmm. let it make you think that you are something less than you are because of the comparison game, you know? So, um, I think that's a wrap on episode one. Woo woo! <laughs> we ready! We ready! Hey, we over here doing our Tiffany Haddish dance. <laughs> So, as Renee mentioned, we are on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Speaking of social media, (laughs) um, you can find us at Beauty's Banter on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you want to tweet us and tell us your thoughts, what does social media mean for you? How are you, you know, balancing it with your life? What kind of issues have you ran into? Have you taken a social media detox? Are you like... Dang, I didn't really know people were tripping about social media like this. You know, that, that this isn't your reality, and that's fine, too. Um, tweet us. Tag us. As always, you can use the hashtag Beauty's Banter. And we want to hear from you. As we said, we'll be coming every week talking about all things business, life, and love. We'll switch it up. But if you have any show ideas or topics you want to talk about or even just questions, you can email us at Beauty's and banter that's beauties and banter at gmail.com because we want to hear from you we want to know what you have going on because we are ready to banter and you can officially subscribe to us on itunes spotify and google play for my android users out there and you can now subscribe to podcasts on spotify and you can subscribe to us on itunes so Please subscribe. Please leave us a review because we want to make sure you're enjoying the show. And share with some friends. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Bye.